baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's Amy Martz, Coors, and Chris Ranji on KMOX. It is our two of the show. We have winter warm-up tickets that mm-hmm. we will give away. It's the last day for us giving away tickets, I think. Unless they decide next week, hey, here's some more. No, because so we've got, assume, remember the tickets oh, we have for next week? That's right. Next week, all week long, Amy and I will be giving away Billy Joel and Sting. Tickets for not, not Billy Joel and Sting. You don't get to keep those guys. No. But we're going to give away tickets... Every day next week mm-hmm. for Billy Joel and Sting, September 27th at Bush Stadium. And we are your place for free tickets. I'm going to that concert. So uh, that'll be all next week. You will have to be listening from 10 to 1 for your opportunity to win. We will be giving away winter warm-up tickets today. Also, there is a thing that we need you to know about. If you would like the opportunity um, for an exclusive dinner, drinks, questions, Session uh-huh. with St. Louis Cardinals manager Oliver Marmol, January 18th at Tapawingo Golf Club. It's 75 bucks. You will get a beef tenderloin dinner, two free drinks, a discussion with Tom Ackerman. He's going to be there. A Q&A from the audience as well. So you will have the opportunity to ask Ollie Marmol questions about the Cardinals, about the season. Tickets are limited so if you want to get in on mm-hmm. this, do it quickly. Go to KMOX.com slash events. That is an evening with St. Louis Cardinals manager Oliver Marmol, January 18th, the Tapawingo Golf Club. Very cool. That's a, a unique event, a special event. That's awesome. That access. It is. All right. Now let's get down to the business. The thing that you've, why you hate St. Listen, Louis. And... Everybody just get your phones ready. Okay. 314-436-7900. Because here's what I know. We can talk crime. We can talk the presidential election. Nothing will... What does it do with your craw? It gets under your craw? Sticks in your craw. Sticks in your craw. What is your craw? I thought it was your throat. <laughs> really? I don't know. At any rate, nothing will do that. What like is this a next, craw? Like this next conversation. Missouri apparently wants a state cheese. And I'll give you one guess what that state cheese will be. That's right. Provel. Provel, which sticks in your craw, which is your stomach. Sticks on everything. The the stomach of a person or animal is a craw. So really, it sticks in your gut. So, so it makes you like, uh, never mind. <laughs> I don't know. Um, a Missouri House representative, Adam Schwadron of mm-hmm. St. Charles, Republican out of St. Charles, has asked colleagues to consider adopting Provel mm-hmm. as the official state oh. cheese of Missouri. First of all, it's a little St. Louis-centric because P- Kansas City's in Missouri. They have no connection to Provel well, cheese. we don't have any cheese. We don't have any cheese. We do. It's called Provel. St. Louis has cheese. So St. Louis has cheese. It is called Provel. Why can't the and, city have a cheese? Why can't it be city cheese? I just don't. I think state cheese is a little ambitious. What's the point of city cheese? That doesn't make any sense. It, it does. The fleur-de-lis is the city of St. Louis. It's not the fleur-de-lis from Missouri. I thought the fleur-de-lis was French. French French, or you would see it in France, do you not? Yeah, but it's on the St. Louis City flag. 
Right, but it's not ours. Provel is ours. Provel is ours, and because we are the most important city in the state of Missouri, I think that Provel makes perfect sense to be the state cheese. And I, I don't understand why you're so mad about this. I just think because, because it's it's something of a monstrosity. What do you want it to be? What should the state cheese be? First of all, I don't think we should have a state cheese. Why not? I don't think it's relevant. Relevant to what? It's like having a state fruit. We're not really known for fruit. I mean, we have apples, but that's Illinois. Eckert's is in Illinois. Well, we so, do have a state fruit. It is the pawpaw. <laughs> <laughs> we do. The Missouri state fruit is uh, it's native throughout the state. Yeah. It's called a pawpaw. It bears it, it bears in the late summer through early fall. It's in the song from the Jungle Book. But here's the thing. That has no, nobody knows about it. Is this one of those meaningless resolutions? What's the point of having a state cheese? Because it's, it's like having, a, as we were talking about earlier, like having a state bird or a state. But that I understand because you see the bird and you're like, oh, look, because we're the bluebird, right? The state bird is a bluebird. Mm-hmm. And you look at a bluebird and you think, I live in Missouri. That's my state bird. But that almost doesn't make sense. But it makes you proud. Bluebirds are beautiful. They're cute. Everybody likes bluebirds. Provel cheese is divisive. Some would say it's an abomination. Some would like it. But that's the thing. But it's ours. Nobody hates bluebirds. It belongs bluebirds. to the state. It is, it is unique to the state of Missouri. Specifically, St. Louis, I get it. But it's unique to us. Why not celebrate something that is unique to us? Do you want to know what our our state soil is? Clay. No. Well, in Illinois, it is clay. Really? The Illinois state's, state, state soil is clay. Our state soil Drummer is... Drummer Silty Clay in Illinois. Oh, ours that is, is the state... Uh, whatever. Soil. It, ours is rocky soil. Ours is called Menfro. Menfro? M-E-N-F-R-O. That reminds me of the picture, Menfro. the picture that Brad Pitt wanted in Moneyball. What was his name? Renfro. <laughs> Menfro has a rich history in Missouri and for our nation. When Daniel Boone first settled west of the Mississippi River, it was on Menfro soil. Do you so know what our... We have a state soil. We have a state bird. State... We have a state snake. Why can't we go ahead and have a state cheese? Do you know what our state amphibian is? Is it a uh, frog? It is the North American bullfrog. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. Don't you think it's weird that the state bluebird, the state bird, is a bluebird? Should it no. not be a cardinal? Well, I, I can see that. Oh my gosh, we have a state fossil. What is the state fossil? Is it's got to be a dinosaur because they have found dinosaur fossils in Missouri. Crinodia, Crinodia. I don't know what wow. that is. Uh, I always thought it was strange growing up mm-hmm. that the Illinois state bird is a cardinal, and ours is a blue jay here in Missouri. Don't you think that's odd? Illinois is a cardinal? Yep. Well, that's why Adopted. you that's why you are the Cardinals when you went to Illinois State. That's a, so that's the story about Illinois State University is that something like 100 plus years ago, originally their mascot was the Cardinals. They were the St. Louis or the, sorry, the Illinois State Cardinals. Yeah. And the reason they changed it to Redbirds is because in newspaper articles you when know, they because talked about the Cardinals. when they talked about the St. Louis Cardinals, yeah. it would confuse people. Well, in St. Louis, that does make sense. When you think of the Cardinals, it doesn't matter what you're thinking of. You always think of the baseball team because I was watching CNN several years ago and it said all of the Cardinals converge on the Vatican. And I was like, 
that's weird. Is like Adam Wainwright leading a religious trip? I just, I didn't know why the Cardinals were at the Vatican. Well, it wasn't those Cardinals. It was the other kind, and they were picking a new pope. Oh. But that's what I thought. Oh, okay. I honest well. to goodness thought the Cardinals were at the Vatican. <laughs> okay, so you said we have a state fruit, which is the pawpaw. Pawpaw. Did you know we also have a state grape? Doesn't that seem a little specific? Does every sure. state have a state grape? What is our state grape? The Norton Cynthiana grape. Well, it makes sense because we have a bunch of vineyards. Got a bunch of vineyards in the state of Missouri. What do you think the state insect is? Uh, cockroach. I like this. No. <laughs> the honeybee. Oh, that's really nice. I think that's and nice. we need bees. Bees are very important to us. They they help us pollinate all of our food and stuff. So this text message, 314-436-7900, yeah. I went to a Whole Foods in Boston and asked the cheese counter if they sold Provel. The person was so confused, she had to look up cheeses in the Whole Foods <laughs> cheese book <laughs> and read that the cheese wasn't considered cheese since it is highly processed. We were disappointed. Okay. Thank you for that text because that's true because we all know it's not a cheese. It's like mozzarella with some rubber melted into it. Maybe not tire rubber, but more like balloon rubber. Well, how do you feel about American cheese, which is on most burgers when you go through any restaurant? It's not real cheese. If it's a respectable burger, generally it's like a yellow cheddar. But American cheese does work really well on it does. burgers, but it's not a cheese. And in fact, I think most people know this, but for those who don't, if you look at uh, Kraft American cheese, Mm -hmm. it can't say cheese. It has to say Kraft singles. Cheese product. Cheese product. Yeah. So. Well, I think, honestly, I think our state cheese should be easy cheese. The squirting cheese. Why? Because it doesn't have an association to the state. It's not doesn't have an association with cheese. I think it's okay. I think it's okay. Look, I know that people are looking at this saying, why is Missouri government wasting its time on this? And granted, I will I will tell you that uh, we do waste our time on a lot of stupid things and don't get things that need to be done done, like sports betting, for example. Mm-hmm. That needs to be done because we're just pissing money away. Can I say that? Ooh, I don't we're know. just. A, I don't know if I can say that. I don't think you're no, Dave says I can't. So we are just. We're just giving money to other states. We're yeah. giving money to Kansas and to Illinois and to all the surrounding states. And instead of just buckling down and getting it finished, we don't. Yeah. But I do think it's okay to make these little acknowledgments. You know, acknowledge that these little stupid, funny things. Let's we have a we can have a sense of humor about ourselves. You know, and I think there's a little humor here. It's not serious. I don't think that um, uh, Representative uh, Schwadron is thinking, man, this is a very serious issue and we need to get it done. It's a little thing that we can do, and it's kind of fun for people. That's what I think. And I think it's okay for governments to do that. Do you know what the state musical instrument is? It's probably an oboe. Mm -mm. Oh, Tyler knows. Tyler? Tyler shook his head. It's (gasps) a violin. It's a fiddle. Or a fiddle. It's a fiddle. Fiddle? Yeah. What's different uh, between a violin and a fiddle? A What's fiddle the difference? A fiddle is more casual. Is it? Yep. You play it faster. <laughs> do you play it with fiddle sticks? No. No. I, I think you do. Wouldn't it be called a fiddle stick? Probably. I don't know. Tyler, <laughs> is it called the, a fiddle stick? If it's the stick that you use to play a fiddle, what else would you call it? Do you know what our state sport is? Baseball. Archery. What? Yep. Do you know what our state... Do you know, real quick, do you know that there is... And I know you know this because you're in Forest Park. There's archery in Forest Park. I just think it's really interesting there are are archery uh, 
what do you call them? Bullseyes. The path doesn't go directly behind Targets. it, which is good. That's really good. Yeah. Um, a texter, know? yeah, a texter uh, has texted into the line and says, "I believe that the state, the cardinal, is the state bird for four different states in the country. Yeah, it's actually seven states. So it's Illinois, yeah. Indiana, Kentucky, North Carolina, Ohio, Virginia, and West Virginia." Um, did you know we have a state wonder dog? Come on, dude. <laughs> Guess. Guess what's the state wonder dog? Because I know there are more than one wonder dogs. What is it? It's Jim. Jim the wonder dog was designated as Missouri's wonder dog. Okay. In 2017. Our friends Uh, over in Illinois. Yeah. Do you know that we have an Illinois state tartan? We do too. It is the Illinois St. Andrew Society tartan, which is a pattern. That sounds more real than ours. Ours is the show me tartan. What's the uh, Missouri state tree, Amy? The dogwood tree. I knew that. It's one of the few that I know. I knew that. I learned that in school. In Illinois, it's the white oak. Anyway, I like this kind of stuff. And as I mentioned earlier, I do remember when I was in grade school, we got to vote on the state fish. And we chose the bluegill. Yeah. In Illinois, and I think it's a cool little thing. You get you get kids involved. You you teach them about voting. You teach them how that works. It's just it's a little fun exercise, and it's it's okay to do things like this. And I wish you didn't have such disdain for it. Listen, John and disdain Hancock for the cheese. John Hancock, Amy voted against the Eastern Black Walnut. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. From being our state tree nut. It's not our state nut. No, our, our state nuts, I think, in, in <laughs> Jeff <Jefferson> City. City. <laughs> <laughs> we got a couple of them. That's Amy Marks Kors. Uh, I'm Chris Ranji. Shamim Clark Hubbard, Alderwoman, joins us next on KMOX. Ranj, can I get something off my chest? Yeah. This uh, really bothers me. I just, it's so irritating. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. But... I feel superior to anyone. Anyone, yes. To anyone who who has fallen for the Stanley Cup craze. Not the hockey Stanley Cup, but the Tumblr. Thank you. you. I don't get it. I want to disagree with you on this, but I cannot. I I know what you're going to say, and oh my God. And Target specifically launched these Valentine's Day Stanley Cups that are hot pink and red, and they're... Just the Stanley Cup. It's a quencher tumbler. It's giant. I think it's a 40-ounce tumbler. Yeah. Somehow they became all the rage. I don't know. It's weird if it's a status symbol. I don't know or it means you're cool. I don't get I don't understand it at all. It's this giant, heavy, um, cumbersome, obnoxious tumbler that is all the rage. It's the most popular thing. And this Valentine's Day Stanley Cup, it's just a hot pink tumbler or a red tumbler. People were camping outside of targets 
They were getting into fist fights. I, I don't get they it. They were shoving each other. Women were throwing punches to get this hot pink tumbler. I don't get it. I have seen so many Instagram posts. I know it's on TikTok. I know all this is going. It, and people are losing their minds yeah. over these cups. Uh, uh, girls on Christmas morning opening gifts, and it's a Stanley, and they they lose it. Yeah. They absolutely lose it. Oh, my God, you got this for me? Right. I, mean, I, I don't understand. I really like, it's not anything special. No, it's just a tumbler. And there, and and actually it's less than special. It's way too big. It's way too cumbersome. It's way too Why bulky. Why is it popular? Why is this thing that's caught on? Because I've seen a couple of videos of uh women getting yetis instead. You know, yeti the that that's the one that was the thing for a long time because the yeti is so good at keeping things cold or hot. That it was and it's it's expensive because of that. And this one woman got a yeti and she was like, "Really?" <laughs> yes. Really? really? What do you mean? Uh, what, are, why? And, what's the difference? And I also don't understand. People are drinking like this is just what they carry around as their water tumbler. I like the fourteen dollar plastic Nalgene bottle. That's super lightweight. You can have a lot of water. Use it for workouts. I would never carry around a Stanley tumbler. The only one Yeti tumbler I have is quite literally. It's like a super lightweight one for hiking, mm-hmm. so that you can have coffee and keep it warm. I don't understand, but these videos coming out of Target for the Valentine's Day Stanley Cups, they have all the women camped out. They're lined up outside the glass doors, and when the doors open for Target, they trample the workers, push each other out of the way, and run to grab these Stanley Cup tumblers. They showed some women were jumping over the cashier's desk. To try to reach I, for I, them? I don't understand it at it's all. Be, here, the, unbelievable. There are a number of reasons I don't get it. One of them is that it is a, it's not a unique product. No. You know, when Beanie Babies were a thing, there was nothing like that. That was a little bit different, right? It's like, certain, oh, these are certain, cute. We haven't seen them. When televisions go on sale for like $1,000 off on Black Friday, okay, I get that because that's yeah. an expensive product that you can get for very, very cheap. There's nothing unique about a tumbler. They've been around forever. And it's not like they are so much better than the rest, but They're it not. has to have this. La- I I really un, un, honestly do not understand. I this don't trend. understand it at all. It and like make I said, sense. it's actually I would pay, I would pay twenty dollars if someone gave me a Stanley Cup tumbler. I would pay them twenty dollars to take it back so I can have my little plastic <laughs> Nalgene, which is so much easier to carry around. <laughs> and and because the Nalgene cup doesn't have a straw, it just screws on. If it tips over, it's no big deal. You throw it in your gym bag. The Stanley Cup, there are like tens of thousands of posts yesterday on TikTok about the Stanley Cup, not the hockey Stanley Cup. That's what it's all about. It is, this is all about TikTok. And for, did it, I don't know if it started because of the woman's car fire. Is that why it started? Um, Or was it before that? I, uh, do you know I, what I'm talking about? I, For, I do. So people um, who are not sure what I'm talking about, there was a viral video from about a month or two ago. A woman's car caught fire, and she had her Stanley mug yeah. inside the car, her tumbler inside the car, and it was the only thing that survived. So there was this whole thing like, wow, these mugs are really good. And there was still ice mm-hmm. inside the tumbler After her car that had caught, caught fire, right? So did it start before that? It was before that because okay. this was this... There is a guy, a marketer who's a genius, Terrence Riley. He's the one that made Crocs cool again. And when Crocs were at the top of their game with Justin Bieber and Bad Bunny, he left Crocs and became the head of Stanley and somehow made Stanley Cup cool. This guy's a genius. Uh, And I messed up. When I said there were tens of thousands of TikTok 
post about hundreds of thousands. It was six point seven billion. Oh, billion. Okay. Yeah, okay. Views close. on yeah. on Stanley Cup. And I have content. a couple of Stanley Cup that I I love them. They're great, but you not like not away. like that. Um, also, what are you, know, you, a you know the Crocs lady? thing that in the movie uh, uh, Idiocracy, Crocs were a startup. Yeah. And they needed shoes that looked stupid. And that were so ugly that no one would ever wear them. Crocs. That's what they used in Idiocracy. That's Chris and Amy on KMOX. It's Chris and Amy on KMOX. We are going to be giving away winter warm-up tickets. Um, that's that going to happen before the show is over today at 1 o'clock. We will be talking to Mike Claiborne in a moment. And we are joined now in studio by uh, Alderwoman Shamim Clark Hubbard. From Ward 10, who is with us, and Klaibs lets us know, Shamim, that he is not happy you're cutting into his time. I'm sorry, Mike. That's what that's what he said. Happy New Year. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll have Klaibs here in a moment. We're going to bring him up, and he can take issue with you. Uh, yeah, right. So, oh, God. Well, and why Shamim is here, yes. so generous, you you have a gift for us. Oh, yes. she brought us a gift. I made good. I promise you, know, I made that promise. That if the Bears won, they did. That, yeah, they won. Yes, they won. I was watching it very closely, and my constituent that I was bragging on that I didn't say his name because I didn't have his permission. I got his permission now. Okay. Is Matt Sullivan? Matt Sullivan, who I went to college with. Wow, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you Bears fans are so weird. Oh. <laughs> Illinois State, go oh, Birds! Really? Oh my goodness, yeah. yeah well, I, I'm crazy about um, Matt Sullivan and his wife Brittany and all the amazing things they do in the community. And so again, he gives this rundown of the Bears every Sunday after on his IG. And so when we won, I texted him. I was like, I gotta bring them pasta because he cooks this amazing pasta. So they do kind um, what are the competitions about. Uh-huh. It? Yeah. But long story short, he couldn't be here today, so he sent me to Scarados. Um, Anthony knows on the hill, Mr. Scarato, oh, yeah. who owns it. And oh my gosh, did they hook you guys up? Oh, oh my man, gosh, well, I can't I'm, wait. I'm looking behind me. Yes. There are massive brown paper bags <laughs> yes. with food. And you brought us these awesome yes. uh, t shirts. Mine is awesome because it's got. Is it, is it the two brothers and the dad from Anthony's? <laughs> yes, oh they my did. Gosh. They were. I was really excited to do this, and again, not just because it's us helping and supporting each other, but because my car was smelling amazing all morning oh, when yeah. I picked this lasagna <laughs> up. And again, Matt said this is the best lasagna next oh. to his. I'm gonna tell the truth. What he said, I let him in, uh, Mr. Scarado. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I let him in, Mr. Scarado. Oh. Talk about that, but yeah. So I, I hope you guys enjoy. You guys have lasagna and garlic cheese bread. Well, you're the best. We thank you for. Mm for doing that. And we also wanted to, to talk to you about, you've got a public safety uh, hearing that's coming up on Monday. Uh, it's a town hall coming town up. Hall. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's in the 10th Ward. It's given by um, our president, President Megan Green. And it'll be uh, at the Urban League of Metropolitan St. Louis. Everybody knows I'm a bragger. So yeah, I'm the Urban <laughs> League's all the lady too. It's in the 10th Ward. And I'm excited. It's going to have, um, of course, President Green, Chief Tracy, Dr. Coyle, uh, of course, Gore, um, Gabe Gore, our Circuit Attorney, uh, Dr. Punch, who I have the utmost, utmost respect and admiration for the work that he does in the community is immeasurable. And James Clark, of course, goes without saying all the work he's done for public safety. And I'm um, blessed with the position to be the moderator of this. So I'm looking forward to this conversation for the community. We also wanted to ask you about a bill that you sponsored was signed into effect by the mayor, and that was mm-hmm. the uh Guaranteed basic income go to about 440 families, $500 a month 
for 18 months uh, for qualified families who have or guardians who have a child in the St. Louis City Public School System. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us about that bill. So that bill, yeah, it passed. Uh, if you remember, I ran through the airport to fight for it because I had a <laughs> colleague that was putting up an amendment to strike it. It was Board Bill 116. It was actually 50 plus million dollars in ARPA funding um, that was going through in that bill. And this was an important part of it because I believed in the program uh, just as much as I do now. The first families that qualified and um, were approved have gotten their first payment. Um, and so we will be able to now begin to track how that program is working. Um, and there's also a fair coming up, a, a resource fair, because we had, of course, you couldn't satisfy all of the needs of the people who qualify. So there's a resource fair, a guaranteed basic re- income resource fair that's coming up on January 13th with our very own Cedric the Entertainer. I see oh, he's yeah. been in the yeah. news here lately. Yeah. Uh, Cedric the Entertainer will be there and Freddie Figures. I don't know if you guys know who Freddie Figures is. But he's um, doing a lot of work um, with the ACP Affordable Connectivity Program, Federal Affordable Connectivity Program. But he's actually a self-made millionaire um, through um, um, working through computers. And I don't want to say wrong exactly what his companies did, but he's an amazing story within itself. And so Mm -hmm. they're going to be here giving back with resources. Can I ask you this quickly about mm-hmm. the guaranteed basic income? Because one thing I always appreciate um, is you listen, you always provide thoughtful pushback mm-hmm. if we disagree on things. Yeah. The guaranteed basic income, I have my issues with it, um, but you've always made your case as well. I did have a question about the tie-in with the St. Louis Public St. Louis City Public Schools mm-hmm. because you're looking at neediest cases, but what mm-hmm. if you either a parent or guardian of a homeschool kid, or maybe you're an older person mm-hmm. who has been hurt by COVID and needs help but doesn't qualify because they don't have a kid. Why was that tied into the schools? Yeah, well, um, when they tracked the numbers on who took advantage of the first DCA payment, that was the biggest gap and biggest pool of people were parents of school-aged children in the city of St. Louis. Remember, it had to be in the city of St. Louis. And I'm a proud public school, St. Louis public school parent. Both of my children are in St. Louis public schools. I'm proud of that. But I will say that that cap wasn't just on St. Louis public schools. It was any public school, so public charter, anything public, public school um, in the city of St. Louis, you were able to apply for this. Also, in the board that I serve in, I serve a lot of generational homes where I have grandparents raising their public school children, grandchildren. I fought for that to be in there too because they uh, needed to be able to qualify and apply for this and other programs as well as a grandparent raising their grandchildren in the city of St. Louis. So that would speak to the elderly piece that you talked about and outside of it being just St. Louis public schools. Alderwoman Shamim Clark-Hubbard is with us here in studio on KMOX. We need to go to the Quiver River Electric guest line mm-hmm. because Klaibs is with us. <laughs> Mike Claiborne is now uh, on the show, and he I think he's got a problem with Oh, my God. Can I, this, first of all, can well, I call him Claibs? Or do, oh, yeah, 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 you can call you him Claibs. Claibs, whatever you want. <laughs> you can call him whatever you want. He'll be happy to hear it. <laughs> if you're bringing gifts to the station, oh, you can call me anything you want, <laughs> especially when you call me to let me know you're bringing gifts because I would have showed up if that was the case. Oh, my oh, goodness. He only comes here for gifts. Uh, we see how it is. <laughs> but I would be more than happy to share airtime with, with uh, the older person. She does a phenomenal job, and uh, we're glad to have her. So you're the only one I'm going to do this with. <laughs> oh, wow. Thank you. <laughs> now, that's a compliment. That's a compliment. I'm going to go take a smoke break. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll tell you what. If you took a smoke break, yeah. that would be, and I don't, I'm not a big fan of smoking. You can do it if you want. But if you did it, right. that would make my year. I, I and it's, it's only January. How do you smoke? How do you light a cigarette? <laughs> <laughs> Claims. 
What's going on? What have on you got me into today? <laughs> well, I, this is not, Amy is not, I'm not responsible for her. I'm just saying, do you have to inhale while you light it? Oh, oh, boy. Are you talking about it? Oh, my goodness. Are you kidding? <laughs> Shameen, we'll hang out later. Do you, 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 I don't you smoke. Okay. I don't smoke. I'm around a lot of cigar smokers and smoke, but I don't smoke. But see, don't you see, you don't smoke, but you see it. Doesn't look like they inhale while they well, light it. Well, I will oh, say God. they say it's a different way that you smoke cigars and cigarettes. So I don't know. So don't give me a comment. You can come with me to the class. Claves, right? I, nothing like having a lot of experts on this on the show today. No, no. Claves, you've never enjoyed a cigar? Yeah. Hey, you're yeah, a classy guy. It seems like yeah. a classy thing to do. I'm not, uh, you know, I, it's not like I have a locker anywhere, but yeah, I, I've had the uh, the pleasure of having door. a cigar from time to time. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. It's funny you say that. Somebody gave me a humidor as a gift, and there's only one cigar in it. So I guess I need to load up and just have them for people oh, who man. come by. But then again, you can't smoke in my house, so oh. I don't know what oh, no. I'm going to do with it. I can't believe anybody does. What smoke in their house? Especially cigar smoke, because my grandpa did it forever, and it just it Permeates. does not go away. Yeah. It does. I know does most people; away. their wives make them smoke cigars in the garage. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Is, are you trying to talk about me, Clay? <laughs> no, no. I'm, <laughs> See, hey. knows my husband has a cigar line, Hubbard Cigars. So one, I'm gonna have to get you some cigars for your humidor, Clay. Mm-hmm. I love this, Clay. All right. All right. But, you know, no, I'd rather have a meal, lunch. but, you know, either one works for me. You want to, <laughs> Shamim, do you have a, a question to ask yes, Claves about uh, Cardinals baseball? What's your prediction for, I mean, what are, what are we looking like? Are we ready? <laughs> no, we're not ready. Uh, we still have some work to do. But, you know, we have time. We have time. I mean, you know, we're still a few players short, but, you know, we're moving in the right direction by what they did in the offseason as far as signing some pitching. But we need a little bit more. So, you know, listen, this is January, what, 5th? We have plenty of time to get this thing ready for spring training. And then the roster is going to change once the season starts. And then it's going to change again before the trade deadline. Then it's going to change after the trade deadline. And the only roster we'll know that we need to have is the one that takes us into postseason play this year. Okay. Do you know Do you know what I did yesterday? We have a magnetic Cardinals schedule. I think it's the 2024. Yeah, that was – they got rid of – they put out those magnets. So we have a magnet of the Cardinals 2024 schedule. And I saw it on the fridge. And the first thing I did was I looked to see if the Dodgers were coming to St. Louis or when the Dodgers and were coming. And they are. And yeah, they are in the, August. Right. Yes. That's, that's the power of Shohei Otani. Well, they open the season against them. That's right. On the road. We on open the, road, the season yeah. against them in L.A. and then we go to San Diego. So – We'll see some good baseball right off the bat between both of those teams. And we've been talking, Claves, about winter warm-up, which uh, it starts a week from tomorrow. It's at Ballpark Village and Bush Stadium. We are giving away a couple of passes for that. That's coming up in the show. You need to be listening for your chance to win. You will be part of uh, winter warm-up, yes? You are correct. I'll be part of the uh, Cardinal Caravan. Uh, Ricky Horton and I will be going to uh, Springfield and Rolla, and we have another destination. We'll take some Cardinal alums, some of the new players, Brendan Donovan, some of the guys who are in the minor leagues. And it's a really nice collection. And then we'll take the alums and Rick Ankiel and uh, Ryan Ludwig. So we'll have a lot of fun, and we'll go into those communities and uh, hang out with the fans and sign some autographs and take some questions and have some fun. Winter warm-up starts a week from tomorrow. We will talk more about it next week, Claves. Good to have you. Thanks for, for stopping by for a few minutes. 
And Shamim, it's always good to hear your voice. Yeah. Dear, keep up the great work. Thank you so much. You too. Yeah, Shamim Clark Hubbard. Thank you for coming in, Alder Woman yes. from Ward Ten, and a wonderful, wonderful person, and and brought us food. And I'm not saying it because of that. <laughs> and if you see the circuit she attorney uh, walking in on your way out, maybe you can give him some tips on the no price pickem. Okay, because yes. okay. you did pretty well. Shamim Clark Hubbard, thank you for coming in. Thank you for having me. And as Amy it. mentioned, Gabe Gore, circuit attorney for the city of St. Louis at 12:30, part of our no prize pickem, our football pickem, and then he's going to stick around a little bit after, and we'll get into some city stuff as well. Right. It's all coming up on the Chris and Amy Show on KMOX. All right, it is Chris and Amy. You heard the lady say it uh, here on a Friday, January 5th, 2024. Make sure you don't write 2023 on your checks I've if you done still it. do that. We've got Scott Jagow in from the newsroom. We've got three good things and roaming St. Louis all happening this weekend, Scott. Every Sunday morning, like clockwork, they happen. It just every, like same <laughs> they time. Just every... magically appear on the air. <laughs> but one of my favorites is the preview that you do with Debbie. Yeah, um, the guessing game. The guessing game, yeah. yeah. De- and Debbie's hard to stump, but that's At fun to listen to. 7.50 every Friday morning, we do the guessing game. I play clues mm-hmm. from Roaming St. Louis, little audio clips, and Debbie and... Olivia? Other people. Olivia, Olivia yeah, she was in this mm-hmm. morning. Try to guess where mm-hmm. I've been. Uh, yes, Debbie is very hard to stump. <laughs> she knows the city inside and out. Yeah, I have been able to stump her, but it's rare. Usually by the fifth clue, I yeah. usually do about four or five clues. By the fifth clue, she's like champing at the bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's unbelievable. So I have to tell her, wait till all the clues. Because <laughs> yeah. I know the listeners want to try to figure it out. I've, I've had listeners come up to me and say, I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. So it's good. It, it helps people learn about these places just through the clues. It's a great segment. Also, mm. there's like some self-satisfaction when you do figure it out. Yeah. So it's like not only are you learning about St. Louis, but just kind of that little... I don't know, hit of adrenaline when you're yeah. like, I got it. So, <laughs> this so, morning, yeah, we did it. This week's is a doozy. And it was, it was a little early for the subject matter, but I th- the place is so fascinating. I thought it was a great spot to hit this week. Is it the Soul Asylum? It is the Soul Asylum. And not the band. No, but funny story the owner, David Nunnally, he called the band when he opened the museum and said, do you mind if I use this name? Wow. And they wow. said, sure. So the Soul Asylum Museum, I don't have any idea what this is. I it has nothing to it. do with the band, first okay. of all. It started with a woman who had a collection of torture devices. Oh, oh my gosh. That's oh, how it started. Heard of this place. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then Dave bought all the torture devices and decided he had his own collection. He was what? in the... He was in, of crazy things, he was in the military for decades, a high-ranking army officer, and he would travel the world, and he got into this thing where he would, everywhere he went, he wanted to buy things that were interesting. And so he has this uh, museum now with not only torture devices, but like items of medical quackery, things that people would use on their infants, for example, and they died or whatever. And then he has some creepy, like, ventriloquist doll that's from the Johnny Carson show, like the very first oh my days. He has he has the autopsy table from Dorothea Dix Hospital in Pennsylvania, like the mental hospital. Oh, my god! Thousands of people. I told you this subject matter. <laughs> this will be much more appropriate early on Sunday. <laughs> exactly. Well, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Come good, on, kids. Let's I mean, listen to Camel X. He, go to he was so excited. Uh, yeah. Grow up, kids. You'll be fine. <laughs> he was so excited about this ghastly table. Oh. Um, it's, he has an embalming table. He has, you know, still has the torture device. Are we sure this guy's okay? <laughs> I know. <laughs> He's really a nice guy. Well, That's what they always the, say on he's, the news. He, yeah, he's, he's nice now because yeah. he's getting out all the rage in he the has, basement. He has a little fragment from the back seat of Kennedy's car. Oh, my gosh. So do you, the, the that motorcade car is in, I want to say it's it's a suburb of Chicago. It's there. And they... They redid that car within yes. days. Yes, that's what he was saying. They reupholstered the vehicle instead of using it for evidence. They reupholstered it, which what? which feeds into the conspiracy yeah, stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, there was there were specific reasons because Johnson wanted that car to be at the funeral, so which is weird in itself. But it anyway, they put it right back so he has, yeah. Wow. So he's got he's got stuff like moon rocks and. All kinds of neat items. I mean, you could spend an hour or two in there just reading all the information, and it costs five bucks. It's only open on the weekends, but it's called the Soul Asylum, and I think it's a pretty interesting place. Wow. I'm I'm fast. So where is it? It's right in Alton at the old Mineral Springs Hotel. Okay. Okay, which is, which is haunted. haunted by Actually, his account. We've interviewed this guy. Yes, now you, that I about think two it, years ago. That's, yeah, two years Dave, ago. Is where, that's where I got the idea from, yeah. <laughs> our producer Dave here. Uh no, but uh, we did some ghost hunting while I was there with, uh, you know, the equipment they use on those ghost shows. Yeah. I, you know, I'm a skeptic. I don't believe in any of this stuff. But? No, I mean, I, it was, but I'm, no, I'm fascinated by it. Okay. I'm open-minded about what other people believe. You know, so, like, I, he had this stuff, and I'm like, this is, come on, you're pulling my leg with this equipment. I, he's showing me, and there's, like, stick figures popping up on the screen, and he's trying to tell me. And he's talking to them as if they're ghosts. You know? Weird. Good for him. I mean, I, 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 I but and I, we talked about it. I said, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't really believe in all this. He's like, I'm not here to change anybody's mind. The world's a more interesting place. But I loved going there. I'll go back. Awesome. It was a fascinating place. Wow. I, and he invited us to go out there. We need to go out there. You should. Well, I'll go out there. Amy's freaked out, but I, I'd make it. <laughs> Scott <Creepy>. Jago, <laughs> roaming St. Louis, three good things, Sunday morning. Sunday morning, 8 and 9 o'clock hour. It's right much here. more appropriate then. Yes, during breakfast. <laughs> right here on KMOX. <laughs>